Hello family, you are tuned into Divine Discourse with Pastor David Spencer and I am excited, humbled really, that you have chosen to spend this time with me. Let the discourse begin. Luke chapter 9, and I'll be starting at verse 57 going through 62, and this is the New International Version. Verse 57, as they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. For a subject on this morning, I would like to speak from follow him, subscribe today. Follow him, subscribe today. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this moment. God, we ask, God, that you continue to have your way. Move how you want to move. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do in this place, God. Send your anointing. Make it fresh, God, that, that preaching will be easy. God, prepare our minds and our hearts, God, to receive a word from you. We love you and we adore you. And we thank you for who you are in our lives. And the church says amen. Amen. Follow him and subscribe today. When I hear the word follow, my mind immediately goes to social media. People spend an average of two to three hours per day on social media. I saw this quote online and it says, the single most important decision we make in a connecting world is who to follow. When you follow someone on social media, you subscribe to their profile to receive their updates, their posts and content on platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. You invite their content to appear in your feed and in your timeline. You tell the algorithm that this is the type of content I want to see. Now listen, who you choose to follow on social media provides insight about your interests and your values. It gives us clarity about who and what is important to you, who you choose to follow tells us whose voice you value. It also tells us who you decide to listen to. It tells the world who can influence your decisions. Who you follow will influence your beliefs, your work ethic, and your perspective. Now, this is why we must be intentional and deliberate about who we follow and who we subscribe to. Now listen, I know everyone is not on social media, but be careful not to dismiss the impact. I was doing some more research this morning. They say about 68%, 68% of Americans 
have a social media account on their phone. So even if you're not, a lot of people are. And that means your children, your grandchildren, some of your coworkers, um, your old classmates, your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even some of your fellow church members have social media accounts. And the information they consume, I'm here to tell you, it can impact their perspective. What they focus on, it can shape their thoughts. What they give their time and attention to has profound effects on their mind, their body, and their soul. So even if you decide to never create a profile or to log into a social media account or ever upload one picture, understand social media is affecting the people and the world around you. Now I have a few questions. What if we spent less time following these influencers on social media and shifted our attention to following Jesus. Jesus is the greatest influencer the world has ever known. But on today, some of us have yet made the decision to subscribe to him. What if we spent less time scrolling and more time reading the scriptures? What if we closed the app for a few hours and opened our hearts to get into his presence. What if we spent more time praying on our knees and less time chatting with the folks on Facebook? Instead of getting lost in the comment section, I've been there. What would happen if we choose to get lost in him? Now in this text, we see Jesus. He's traveling to Jerusalem. On his journey, he encounters Three different men who confess with their mouths that they are ready to follow Jesus, but their confessions is not quite attached to their hearts. They haven't fully made that decision to follow him and to subscribe to him completely. The first man says, I will follow you, Jesus, wherever you go. Now, Jesus, you know, he looks at the heart. And so he knows, he responds, foxes have dens and the birds have their nests. But I, Jesus, the son of man, God in the flesh, he's human and divine, does not have a place to rest my head. Some of us, we want to stay at the Hilton and the Marriott. Some of us, there's some hotels we wouldn't step foot in. But Jesus says sometimes you might have to sleep under a tree. This journey does not promise Comfort and luxury all of the time. And in those moments, will you obey the voice of God when it's uncomfortable and inconvenient? Sometimes you are called to give more than what you will get. You're called to give even when you yourself are experiencing lack. How can you pick up your cross when sometimes you have nothing left? Listen, we sow now, but the reaping often comes later. We run the race now, but we get our reward in heaven. But on today, you still must decide, I will follow Jesus, and I'm going to subscribe now. Now, Jesus go on, and he encounters a second man who wants to follow him, but he asks, 
Hey, can I bury my father first? It sounds reasonable, but understand, this man is not asking to wait to attend his father's funeral. He wanted to wait until his father died so he could get his inheritance. Only after he felt that he had enough money in his bank account, after he's done everything that he wanted to do, made all the money he wanted to make, then he said, I will then submit to God. Now he's waiting on his daddy to die. It could take 10 days or it could take 10 years before he is financially stable and it becomes feasible for him. Jesus responds, let the dead bury their dead. But you go preach the kingdom of God. Listen, God does not require your money. He requires your obedience. And listen, if you wait, I'm here to tell you, you're going to get comfortable in your waiting. You will become a little complacent in delaying your decision. You will always find a reason to do it later. You will always find a reason to lay. And so I'm here to remind you again, follow Jesus, subscribe to him today. Now, the third man expressed a desire to follow Jesus, but he said, before I go, I want to tell my family goodbye. Now, this sounds like a reasonable request. You know, we can be sensitive about our family. Family over everything. Don't mess with my family. When you mess with my family, ah, you mess with me. Y'all know how we talk. You know what I'm saying. I've been there. Blood is thicker than water. But listen, the Bible says Jesus is the well that never runs dry. And he says if you drink from that well, you will never thirst again. And he also says, when my father and my mother forsake me, it's the Lord that will take care of me. Listen, the best thing that you can do for your family, the best way that you can show them that you care is to be the example. Listen, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You must come out from among them. You can't help them until you help yourself. And how do you do that? You follow Jesus and you subscribe today. Now, Jesus ends um, the encounters with these words. He says, those who set their hands to the plow and keep looking back, he says, they are not fit for the kingdom of God. Jesus said, if you get your hand on the plow, you say you make the decision, but you look back, he says, you are not fit for the kingdom of God. Look, looking at the way you used to do things, looking at the way you used to get down, desiring that old way of life, still longing for the form of things, wanting to be who you used to be, who you were, instead of being who God has called you to be. Our Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And so on this morning, I want to remind you to be steadfast in your decision. Give your life completely to God. Surrender your mind, 
Surrender your body and surrender your soul to him. Allow him to be the greatest influence in your life. Allow him to influence every action and every decision. Allow him to get into every interaction with your brothers and your sisters. Allow Jesus to lead the way. Give God full reign in every aspect of your life. Say, God, I need you to reign on my job. I need you to reign in my family. I need you to reign in my marriage. I need you to reign in my church. I need you to reign in my money. Reign in my relationships. Reign in my interactions with other people. Reign in my diet. Come on, somebody. Reign in my health. Allow God to do the work. Give it all to God. Because why? He said, I'll make all things new. That means I have to give everything to him. Listen, you've got to allow God to change your appetite. Change the things that you desire. Change what you're looking at. Say, God, come in and help me do the work. Now, the old church mothers used to say it this way. They would say, the things that I used to do, I won't do no more. The things I used to say, I won't say no more. The places I used to go, you won't find me there anymore. They would declare, you brought me out of darkness and into the marvelous light. I'm not the same person. I'm not the same man I used to be. The things I used to do don't concern me. I have, I'm a new creature in God. And now listen, if you have already made the decision to be unwavering in your commitment, I need you to be steadfast. The Bible encourages you to be unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Find something to do so you don't get distracted. Keep your hand on the plow and never let it go. And understand, your labor is not in vain. On this morning, keep working. Finish the assignment. And listen, if you haven't made that decision to follow Jesus, you can subscribe today. Jesus is knocking at the door. And all you have to do is drop everything and follow him. He invites you to come as you are. You don't have to change a thing. He is waiting for you. And so all you have to do is subscribe. Make that decision in your heart that I'm going to follow him today. Now, Jeremiah, um, it reads, you know, for I know the plans I have for you. This is what the Lord declares. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. This means there are some benefits to your yes. There are some benefits attached to your decision. And listen, he did not ever say that this road would be easy. But he did say, I will travel with you. You are not alone. When trials come your way, storms come up in your life, God is with you to help you push through it. And listen, you may lose some people and some things in the process. 
But I am a witness that what you gain is worth it. Do I have some witnesses in the house that what you gave up doesn't compare to what you got? The former things are behind you and your best days are in front of you. And all you have to do is decide to follow Jesus and subscribe to his will today. Amen? Amen. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, yeah, no turning back. I've decided. Hey family, thank you for tuning in to Divine Discourse with Pastor David Spencer. I hope it was time well spent and that something was said that touched your life. Until we meet again, I speak blessings over you, your family, and everyone connected to you. Be blessed. I'm